I want you to have your own style and I want you to find your own unique voice. But one, we are going to have to identify what is it that we want to portray. You need to find you. I'm really just trying to encourage you that it is okay. It is so okay to be you. And it is not okay to try to be somebody else. If you do something long enough, people will start to love it. 7.45 a.m. Catch me on the morning meetup. Hosted by David Shans. Okay, let's get this party started, man. Um, uh, I, I, I really wanted to share this, this, uh, this, the rest of the information. I was going to have Donnie. Uh, help me out today, but uh, can we get back to finding a unique voice online and then we'll bring her back tomorrow? I know, I know y'all be wanting her, right? However, I I, I, wanted, I wanted to finish because there are a lot of people that hit me and said, hey man, go try to find my voice. It really, really helped, help me identify who I am, but I really need to find my voice and I really want you to find your voice. Okay, now, um, First of all, just side note, out of all the Jay-Z bars in the world, they picked that one <laughs> for the book. That was a cool acknowledgement, man. Uh, are y'all reading the book this morning? Are y'all reading? Are y'all reading the book? The book club book? Book? Can we can we can we uh actually share the next book? Because we want you to um be reading with us. We really, really want you to be reading with us. That will be awesome. So let's share the the next book of the book club. And um, yes, there we have it. Bryn shared it. I love it. I love it. Um, anybody got any takeaways from part one before we get started? Anybody got any takeaways from part one of what we discussed on Monday on finding your unique voice online? Finding your unique voice online. Any takeaways? All right. Yes. Yo, what's going on, Dave? Good morning. Good morning. Um, so my takeaway from uh, what you were talking about finding you, your unique voice is that is truly understanding what it means to be your authentic self and not trying to like show up as someone else. Like when you said like you can either be like a great version of yourself or you could be like a knockoff or a horrible version of someone else. Mm -hmm. um, it just goes to show like we have to start to lean into like the thing, our insecurities and, and what we're thinking that everyone's not going to like, because that may be like the greatest gift that we have. So like, that was my takeaway. So I'm just focusing on just being more of myself, even though I already am, but just leaning more into the insecurity piece. Good. Gotcha. Gotcha. One more. Cause I got a lot to share, a lot to share. One more. Kalia. She doesn't have her camera on. Kalia? Kalia, are you there? Art thou there? Kalia, going once, going twice, my perfected imperfections. Are you there? Okay. Um, it's cool. I'll jump into it. I got Clay. Oh, you want more? I got one more. Okay, Just raise their hand. Clay, you want to take it away? Yes. Good morning. Um, sorry about the camera. I'm doing some stuff around the house. But yeah, the thing that I got from it was that people want who you are. You know, a lot of times you're looking at other people, you're trying to 
emulate what other people are doing, but the people want who you are and just understanding that who you are authentically, that's your advantage over everybody else because there's only one you. And that's what I, the main thing I got from it Monday. And those are the facts. Those are the facts. I love it. So listen, man, how to find your unique voice online part two. I want you to take notes because once you find you, you are unstoppable. And once you find you, the world will find something that they've never seen before, especially, especially if they've never met you. You are unique. The first thing we said uh, on Monday was you are perfect. You just need to get better at it. The way you are is perfect. You are perfect. You just need to get better at being you. But the biggest challenge is how do we find out who we are in a world full of me too's and others and emulations. And you see you see so much on social media. My boy uh, just recently unfollowed everyone. Uh, him 500, he unfollowed everyone and then refollowed a couple people. And I actually told him about himself. I said, bro, you gotta follow me though. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he said, yo, it was too much noise. There's nothing. He unfollowed me. And that's my friend. He was like, yo, it's just too much noise. I said, yo, why'd you unfollow me? He said, I didn't want to see your posts. He said it just like that. I'm like, dang, right? You could have said, oh my bad. I, I was hoping he, I was, I was thinking to say, yo, oh, I, I just followed everybody. My bad. I got he's like, I didn't want to see your posts. He said, I, I see so much stuff on my timeline and it affects my own genius. Wow. He said, I see so much on my timeline and it affects my own genius because I see stuff and it, it, it influences how I think or it influences what I see. Big stuff right there, man. Goodness gracious. What I took from that, and he didn't say it, he didn't listen to this presentation. He wasn't on a call Monday. But what I took from it is I'm leaning into being me. I'm doing my very best to be me, but it is very difficult to be me in a world full of other people. And we see other people every single day. So my advice is to create a style, no matter how bad it is, let's just create that style. Eventually it gets good. There's no reason that the dry eye guy should have be making so much money for all of these videos that he's doing and it is terrible. Who wants to sit there and watch a person do this on a commercial? The dry eyes guy, y'all know what I'm talking about, the dry eyes guy. Who thought to do that? To have him on the commercial. But you do it long enough, we all recognize who it is. Isn't that interesting? So let's get into part two. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to start, all of us, including myself, and this is something I've been wanting to do for a while, but I want us all to start making videos with no assistance, no cameras, no editing. Just take your camera, say something, and post it. In fact, I'm going to do it today. And if you all hold me accountable, we can all do it on a regular basis. Just a camera, shooting, me, no edits, no words, no none of that stuff. I think, I think if we do that long enough, we will start to find our own unique voice. But all we have to do, because I know you're thinking about the aesthetics and it doesn't look good as a camera, or uh, I, I, I want to be able to put like, uh, uh, you know, my best foot forward and edit it. No, we're going to try that. The more we do it, the more we'll find our own unique voice. That's how Wallow grew. Wallow267, 
It wasn't nothing fancy. It was, yo, I got something to say. I'm gonna grab my phone, I'm gonna say it. But we are so fearful of just saying it and putting it out raw and real. This is not an exercise in growing your following. This is an exercise in helping you identify your own unique voice. Because if you take your camera phone and you record, you'll be able to look at it and say, yo, I wanna do this better. I wanna do that better. I don't need to change who I am. I just don't like the fact that I stutter over my words. I don't like the fact that I say like a million times in every single video. I don't like the fact that I say um a million times in every single video. Let's who's committed. We'll just take our, our phone and we'll just re record some videos and let's just let, let's do our best to do it every single day. If y'all remind me, I'll do it every day. I see the reminder. I'm gonna tell my team like, yo, we just got to do a raw video every single day. Because I put out a lot of clips from, from the podcast and I and I lean on that. But y'all gonna get this voice. Y'all gonna get this voice today. Your audience is gonna get that voice today. Just me, raw. This is our practice in finding our own style. The only way we do it is to do it. There's a basketball player named Larry Bird. Now, one of the greatest shooters to ever touch a basketball. Now, if you ever look at a tutorial of how to shoot a basketball, okay? If you ever like watch a tutorial or you have a trainer, someone is training your child on to play, ba play basketball, they're gonna tell you, you need to have this, your shooting arm at a 90 degree angle. You come up, release at the top of your shot and you end it like that, bow. I know you can't see that. Let me just back up, okay. So 90 degree angle, up, bow. This is, this is the perfect form. This hand just supports the basketball. Basketball under that, up, bow, one of them. That's how you're supposed to shoot. Am I right? Larry Bird, okay, Larry Bird. Y'all know how he shoots? Both hands like this behind his neck. It's like behind his neck and he shoots like that. It's like with both hands. But one of the greatest shooters ever. Why am I saying that? He started shooting with terrible form but kept that terrible form to be one of the greatest players ever. You are trying to get everything perfect instead of just doing it and finding your own style through doing it. And then you don't have to change anything. But he probably shot a million shots like this and perfected his own style. I'm asking you all to perfect your own style. This is the only way that you are gonna find your unique voice online, in line, out of line, however the lines are, you have to keep doing it. That's why I'm saying, let's grab a phone and let's just start giving a message. Let's just start giving a message. It doesn't have to be you on the camera. It could be you pointing to something in your particular field, there's, there's a guy named Vlad, one of the biggest blogs in the world. All he does is he asks questions from behind the camera, camera right in front of the person, and that is their style. Ooh, can I show y'all? Can I show y'all? Because I, I, I truly study this stuff. I want to show y'all a YouTube page that I recently just came across. Recently just came across this YouTube page. And it is amazing. It is, it's probably one of the most amazing 
pages I've ever seen in my entire life on YouTube. And I'm looking to emulate this. So watch this. Here we go. Um, it's called white under, y'all ever heard of white underbelly? All white underbelly, something like that? Soft white underbelly, this is their page. It's so simple and it's their own style. Let me tell you something about YouTube. You are supposed to have a YouTube thumbnail and you're supposed to put the words on the thumbnail so that when people see it, they click on it because they know what it's about. Soft White Underbelly has 4.5 million subscribers and this is how their page looks. This is it. This is it. Black and white. I've never seen a Look, you're supposed to have vibrancy and colors and it's supposed to be attractive and all that kind of stuff. You're supposed to like, this is how it's supposed to be. Not them. Not them. They got their own style. It, but it's simple. It's not, it's not a whole bunch of cameras and all that kind of stuff. It is, it's very simple, but they've done simple consistently. Somebody put consistently in the chat if you could spell it. Somebody put consistently in the chat if you can spell it. They got like, the, it's like pimps that are current pimps that they're interviewing. Girl, like, like, uh, what is it called? What's it called? The girls, the night walkers. What's it called? I, I, I really, the name slips my mind. Um, prostitutes. <laughs> my bad. Pro, like current, current, pro, they'll interview a current hooker sounds kind of, I don't know, it sounds, I don't know why hooker sounds politically incorrect for some reason. I don't, I don't know. A sex worker. Yes. I'm talking about one that's one right now. And they're telling their story. It is absolutely amazing. Put it in perspective this way. I've got about 270 or 280,000 subscribers on uh, YouTube. They've got four and a half million. And I got a whole crew and a whole marketing and influence and all that kind of stuff. They got a camera and they shoot it. Really unique idea. And I'm stealing it. I'm stealing. I'm stealing that idea. And the way I'm stealing it is I'm actually going to, sh through my whole, like what I'm going to be sharing with you today, you'll see how I'm stealing it and not, not that I'm stealing the whole thing. Okay. So listen, here's what I want you to do. Okay. One, we just going to start shooting to find our own unique voice. Okay. And however you shoot it, it might not be you on the camera. You might be interviewing people and the cameras on them, or you might have some sort of uh, I don't know, um, you're really into like the earth and the ground and you just put the camera on trees and grass and you talk and that's your thing. I don't know, but we're going to turn on our camera and just shoot no fancy editing, nothing like that. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. Find a few things that you like from different people and put them together and that will make you unique. Find a few things that you like from different people, put them together, and that will be you. You are going to, you are going to take certain elements from other people and make it your own sauce. Anyone here bake cakes? Anybody here bake cakes? 
Well, if you bake cakes, which I don't, I don't do anything in the kitchen really, but eat. But what I do understand is my wife will be just trying stuff, right? And she's going to go bake a cake, just as an example. Typically, she's not really a baker like that, but she'll make meals. But if you take a cake, we all know the formula. Eggs, flour, icing, all that kind of stuff, right? What my wife does is she'll be looking up stuff online and she doesn't follow the whole recipe. Like if she's gonna make a dish, she doesn't follow the whole recipe. She'll find a recipe and she'll make what it is in the recipe, but she'll add her own little flair and it makes her it makes it hers. If you looked at a lot of the people that I've followed over the years, you would find a little bit of their style in my style. You'll find a little bit of their style in my style. I'm not emulating one person. I'm finding different elements of people that I like. So for instance, you might say, okay, I've noticed, and you're gonna have to notice. You're gonna have to be aware. Some of you, some of you, when you go to conferences, you're looking, you're at the conference and you're witnessing what's happening on stage, which is cool. That's good. You're getting the information, you're taking notes. But there's some of us who aren't the biggest takeaway isn't the thing they're trying to give us, it's the thing that they're not trying to give us, meaning you're noticing things. Oh wow, the way. He, he made this point in the beginning and then 30 minutes later, they come around and bring that point full circle. Wow, I like that. They weren't teaching you how to do it, but they did it and you're like, yo, I liked it. CJ did it one time and it was, it blew me away. I had CJ, this had to be 2000, this had to be probably 2013, 2014. And I asked CJ to come. CJ is the, uh, right hand to Eric Thomas and probably, quite possibly, um, the most brilliant business mind I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, actually, I have a meeting with him today about some stuff. Uh, I, I invited him to speak one day and he started telling this whole story about how um, they're, 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 he's, he comes from uh, Detroit and his mom had never traveled. And he said something about going to the Eiffel Tower. And his mom said, hey, people like us don't go to France. France, Eiffel Tower is in France, right? Or is it Italy? Italy? Is that the same place? France, Italy, or Italy, France? I don't know. Geography is never, it's not the same. It's not. <laughs> no, Paris, France, or Paris, Rome, Italy. France. Yeah, Paris, France, or Rome, Italy. Paris, France. And the Eiffel Tower is in Paris, France. Yes? Yes? Eiffel Tower, Paris? Okay, good. Yes. Yo, the judgment. The judgment. Okay. Oh, Donnie's here. The judgment, y'all. Okay. I, I didn't know. All right. Anyway, he starts out with this story and he's like, I think he was in school and saw something about the Eiffel Tower and he was young and he said, hey, I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. I want to see I want to see like the, the monument or whatever. And his mom said, yo, people like us don't really go to France. You know what I mean? Take some good pictures. It'd be dope. 
So he start. This is how he starts the story. Then he goes through how he didn't do well in school and. Uh, he was going to go to the NFL. What's up, family? This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all. I mean, jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. I remember wanting the two tone Rolex. It was beautiful. Jubilee band. I remember seeing it on TV. I remember seeing it on successful people. And what made me fall in love with it was the style, the swagger, the elegance of the person wearing it. Not even the watch. It was the vibe of the person wearing it. And I remember when I first got it, the feeling was incredible. I felt accomplished. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, you got to go straight to eBay. When searching, just look for the blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee that means when you buy it you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts ensure your next purchase is the real deal by visiting ebay.com for terms that's ebay.com oh you want to go to the nfl and then start working with et and then did this and then did that he spoke for like an hour i still got the footage i still have the footage at the end, and this is all I remember, and I'll never forget it. At the end, the last thing he said was, you should have seen my mom's face while we were standing in front of the Eiffel Tower. Now, for some of us, that might have been just a cool story. But I was in my mode of trying to learn communication, and he started with something. He went all around the world with it. And at the end, he capped it off with the thing that he said in the beginning. And I said, oh, crap, I'm stealing that. I'm not stealing everything, but I'm going to put something out and I'm going to end my presentation with the thing I started with. And I'm going to wow the crowd just like he did. It gave me chills when he did it. But at that point, I'm being attentive because I'm trying to find my own unique voice and my own unique style. And I'm not trying to have someone else's style, but I will pull different elements. The only reason, the only reason I keep a, a whiteboard with me. I got a whiteboard here. I got one in my office. I got two of them in the studio. The only reason I have a whiteboard is because I saw Jim Rohn do the sloppiest. Yo, it, it was... That's why I just do scribble scrabble on whiteboards. Let me show you. Can I show you real quick where I got it from? It's not, it's not me. It's not me trying to be someone else. Watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you. And you'll see, oh crap, Dave does do illegible things. <laughs> I be doing illegible. Illegible. That's a word for sure. I'm sure. Illegible things on a whiteboard. But look, this is where I got it from. How can I go find this video so easily? Because I studied this stuff. Look at this man. Hold on, I'm about to show you. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Let's, okay. You won't be able to read anything that he's writing. Hold on, let me show you, let me show you. Okay, here we go. Come on, come on, come on. Find it, find it. I'm trying to prove my point. First off, just, just trust me, okay? <laughs> okay, just trust me. Hold on, now I'm gonna find it because I want you to see it. Because you'll see it and be like, yo, Dave does the same exact thing. All right, here we go, here we go, I think I got it. All right, so look, first off, can you read anything that he's writing right there? Can you see that? No, absolutely not. Look, he's gonna do some more chicken scratch 
and she's gonna start writing stuff, okay? Just watch the video, okay? I watched this video probably 30 times. Over the last couple of years, I probably watched it 30 times. But the only reason I write on the board in words that you can't even understand is because this is one, this is one, uh, 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 um, one element that I took from Jim Rohn. I don't know why. I just like it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool that I'm forcing people to listen to me because you can't read it, but you understand what I'm saying because you can kind of make it out. I thought it was super cool. So that is one portion of my style that I took from someone else. So you might say, you might say you're, you're it, it was crazy. I, I did a, I was on live with YouTube and it's like, yo, why does he keep repeating the stuff that he says? And you may notice that when I do a presentation, if there's like five steps, when I get to step three, I'll probably repeat step one, two, then get to three and then go to four. That's just one thing. And you might notice, yo, I like that about David. Everything else, I don't like it. You may notice if it's y'all on here, I'm gonna roast you a little bit, right? You might take a little piece of that, right? And say, yo, I like that. I'm I'm going to be me, but I'm I'm using these little things that I like to create my own sauce. I'm not following the whole uh, recipe. I'm just taking elements of what I like. Okay. So you might say, well, I like how David roasts people. So I'm gonna roast people a little bit. Uh, Donnie, she does clear steps and it's going to be a push. She's going to push. Oh, I need to add that to my game. I need to just push a little bit. Myron uses alliterations, alliterations. And alliteration is Steps that all start with the same letter. So you might say, well, here's the three steps to becoming successful. Mindset, money, motivation. You need mindset, money, motivation, right? That's the three alliterations. And oh, I like that. So I'll start creating, like there are people that create their little formulas. Myron has his own formulas. I have my own formula. So we got to take these little elements of other people and we make it our own. But it has to be, finally, our own, our own. I want you to have your own style and I want you to find your own unique voice. But one, we are going to have to identify what is it that we want to portray. See, I want, I want you to find a picture in your head. Remember, on Monday, I was like, yo, what do you want your, like, what are the attributes of your style? Let's not, before we even start making videos and stuff, let's identify the attributes of our style. I don't want to be militant. I don't necessarily want to come off as, um, as uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to come off as extremely educated or not that I don't want to be educated, but you know how like some people use big words and the reason they're using these big words because the, the, the persona is I am well-educated. I couldn't do that if I wanted to, but I'm comfortable in who I am because I know there's an audience of people who just don't like there's There's certain things you're not going to be able to smell. There's certain things you're not going to be able to understand. Not that you can't understand them, but off rip, I want to relate to the person like me. Because when you start using those words, I'm confused in the crowd. So this is just a part of me defining what my voice is going to be. I'm not saying this; it's anything wrong with using big words because that impresses some people. It impress. It's not. It's not ego. It's 
this is my style. There's going to be some people that come off as uh, I make more money than everybody in this room. So I'm going to wear the chains. I'm going to wear the expensive clothing. I'm going to refer to my money throughout the presentation. You ever notice that? Like throughout the presentation, there's a season in. Well, so last year we did 4.5 million. Or this, so I so I was going to the car lot and I was like, ah, I'm gonna buy this G-Wagon, it's $300,000. I was like, yeah, I could buy it, but I think I really want the Lambo. So I was like, I was trying to decide and that's telling the story. That's them, that's them showing you. Listen, I've got it. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't ever want you to think I'm saying that there's something wrong with that or you shouldn't do that. It's about how you decide how you wanna show up. Some people, it makes them feel really good to talk about the stuff that they have. And if it feels really good for you to talk about the stuff that you have, do that because that's you. I don't ever wear a chain in the morning, Brent. Well, not ever, sometimes. sometimes. I was like, lies. A little bit of cap, sometimes, but not often. <laughs> and I wear my little chains. I'm not, that's why I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it. My point being is you need to find you. And the I'm really just trying to encourage you that it is okay. It is so okay to be you. And it is not okay to try to be somebody else. If you do something long enough, people will start to love it. Because one thing that people can't be is consistent. That is really difficult. It is envious to be consistent at something, to do the same thing over and over and over. And oh, I got the greatest compliment the other day. Somebody said, hey, you know what I love about you? They didn't say, yo, I love your style. Y'all love the way you teach. I love your podcast. They said, yo, you have just been consistent. It's attractive. Consistency. No matter how many people are on this call right now under the sound of my voice, most of you, most of you, most of you will not be consistent. You just won't be. Like we're here a certain time every day, right? The fact that we have been on this call for the last five years, since like 2017, last five, six years, I think for me, I believe that's a part of my success. The fact that I can be consistent in something. There's a lot of people on this call right now, you've been on for two years and you can see the growth. It's not that the, the call itself affects your success, which it is, that's not my point here, but the fact that you can actually jump on here every day for a long period of time doing the same thing. It does more than you know. The fact that you all are reading a book consistently with us every day, that th forget the information, the, 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 the discipline and the consistency of reading every single day creates something else in you, which will create different success. But we can't see that. It's hard to measure. You just can't see it. Yo, I'm reading a book this morning and I'm like, yo, I know that most people 
are not going to read this particular chapter that we're reading. I'm talking about most people in the world. And I felt so good that we got some sauce that the world will, it's hidden in the pages. First off, you have to decide to buy the book. Second off, like first off, people don't even know this book exists. Second off, you have to decide to buy the book. So most people won't know that it exists and most people won't buy the book. Third, another layer, most people won't read it. Most people that buy the book will not read it. Large majority of people who buy the book and start reading it won't finish it. We got some sauce this morning or last night, whenever you read, that the world will never get. Yo, the fact that he's looking at his business and he says, yo, I don't like the fact that the printers make noise in the restaurant and it makes everything transactional. Wow. I did not look at my business like that. The little intricacies. He said, yo, I don't want anything to feel transactional about this transaction. <laughs> Imagine that. A restaurant. I sell you food, you buy it. He said, I don't want anybody to feel transactional. He said, yo, when they said it, and y'all got to read it. Y'all got to read it. He said, I want somebody at the front door greeting people by name. Now, I'm coming from Cheesecake Factory. How the heck? Are you going to greet everybody by name? Imagine that. Imagine the maitre d, the host. We call him host in Cheesecake Factory, maitre d in fine dining. Same job. Imagine you working the front desk at a restaurant and you say, hey, Jim, how are you? Nancy, what's going on? Friend, welcome. When he said it, I said, how the heck is that possible? That is impossible. In my mind, impossible. You can't do that. But it was possible. They said, for those that didn't read, we take the reservations and they Google all the people who have a reservation. And they said, if you put anything online, they'll Google your name, look it up, study the people. So when I see Mr. Jones come in, I have the picture from Google. So when that person comes in, I say, Hey, Mr. Jones, welcome. Imagine, golly, imagine going to a restaurant and they know your name. They don't have to say, okay, you have a reservation? What's the name? Who even think, I'm not, I'm not thinking about like opening a restaurant to do that. My takeaway is the fact that he's so focused on improvement and so focused on being unique. Who thinks of that stuff? And this is why they have a super successful business. This is why. We're not even thinking, yo, and, and I feel convicted as I'm reading it. I have a business, the Creators Clubhouse, where people book it, and I'm like, yo, I'm not doing half of that stuff. Moral of the story. We got some sauce today from reading that the world will never be inspired by because they'll never get to that page, especially it's at the end of the book. You'll never get to that page. Some of the people listen, you'll never get to that page because you're never consistent ever in anything. And it's not about the book. You think it's about reading the book and getting the information. It's way deeper than that. It's your inability to have some sort of routine that allows you to do something consistently. That's the biggest problem. So we have the book club because I'm like, we're, giving you an opportunity to do something simple. And it's not 20 pages at max, it's 10. Some days it's four. 
Some days it's six pages. But because there's something inside of us that will not allow us to be consistent. And with consistency, you start to find your own unique way of doing things. I found my own unique way of doing things. I wake up at 6.30 every single morning. Well, the alarm, let me tell you the routine. Let me tell you, this is the real routine. 6.30 wakes up. I, I mean, my alarm goes off. I always hit snooze every time, every morning. 6.30, I hit snooze. And my snooze, I don't know how it's set this way, but it's going to go back off in eight minutes. And that's when I wake up. I wake up, I grab the book, I walk in the other room, I read. After I'm done reading, put the book down, come take a shower, get dressed, come down here and do this call. And then as soon as I'm, I'm already prepared, I'm gonna walk out the house and I'm gonna go to the studio. I do the same thing. My morning routine is the same exact thing. 6.30, 6.38, I actually wake up, walk into my baby's room, sit down and read. Everybody in my house knows it. If you ask my wife, hey, what is David doing in the morning? She'll tell you. If anybody close to you asks, hey, what is you? what does that person do in the morning? Some people will never have an answer because you don't do the same thing in the morning. You don't have any consistency other than picking up your phone and scrolling on Instagram. Try waking up at the same time every day. Let's just try something. Let's try exercise. Let's try to post something at the same time every day. Let's try. It's not for the outcome. It's like we need to find ourselves and our vibe and our consistency, our routine. Got it? Okay. Uh, I want to open it up. Let's 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 get into some questions. We have a couple. Um, we have a few minutes. Oh, oh, dang! You know what? I didn't even. Uh, let me let me give you some more game on how to be consistent and finding your unique voice. I went away from my notes for like. 15 minutes. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Here's a way to do it. Okay. Find a unique voice. Okay. Find a specific setting for all your content, a specific setting or a specific theme. So plies. I love it. I use him as an example all the time. He does his video. He does like all his videos in his car, specific setting, or maybe it's not a specific setting, but maybe it's the same setting. Maybe all of your videos are outside. Now it might not be the same location outside, but all the videos are outside or all of our posts are inside or you have this one room in your house and that's where I do my content. Let's just start the consistency because people are attracted to that. Also, create a consistent theme and call your content something. So I did Dorito Dave. Really, that was a very uh, big inflection point in my career because I had this theme called Dorito Dave and believe it or not, People were disappointed when I stopped doing it. And the reason, I, let me tell you why I stopped doing it. I'm eating Doritos for one. As I'm doing this, I'm running through like a half a bag of Doritos. And it's, it's good. It's good. All right, Brian, chill out, bro. Like, you want me to start a diet? I'm running through a half a bag of Doritos. Because I'm, I'm, it's multiple takes. And then in between takes, hab, habit, habitually, I'm I'm eating in between takes. Like it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm talking. Okay, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna do this when I just start eating. Right? I'm run, like I'm talking. I'm not talking about the little bag. I'm running through a half a bag of the big bag because I'll batch them, right? And I find myself doing this like two or three times a month. 
uh, I started getting fat. I wasn't always fat, but I think that was the start of my fatness. It was crazy. So I I I stopped doing because I'm like, yo, I gotta. I I went vegan for like three days, and I, I no, I, I did a cleanse. Yeah, so I was like, all right, you know, I'm a. I got to protect my health. So I went vegan, maybe three, four days. And then all right, that didn't work out all the way. But then after that, uh, about a month later, I did this cleanse. It was like a 21 day cleanse. I did like eight days, right? But I was like, y'all can't go back to just, all right, Cynthia. Y'all got to chill. Like I see y'all faces. I see y'all faces. You know what I mean? Like, yo. <laughs> I thought this was a safe space. <laughs> oh man, I started getting this little midsection. But as soon as I stop, as soon as I, I try to make a better health choice, which I eat Doritos now, your consistency and when I broke the consistency, it's hard to get back. So if you're consistently doing something now, don't stop because it's hard to get back. So you know why I know when people say, yo, everybody's asking me is because I have a big following and everybody doesn't ask me anything. <laughs> I gotta go. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're gonna like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.